0: Hi, this is Island Reflections. I'm Cindy Rickskers. I left this chicken story with the teaser that coming up next in our childhood chicken-raising saga was the grisly dispatch of the young roosters. It wasn't exactly as gruesome as you might think. My dad had been raised on a farm. He understood well the cycle of life and death, particularly when it came to animals raised for their meat. He gently led us through the inevitable losses. In my whole childhood, the only family dog that died a normal death was the one that was hit by a car in plain view of my brother Ted. My parents had no control over that story. For every other dog, we were told Laddie or Tippy or Tippy 2 or Lucky was so old or sick and tired, he went away to die. All of my life, I pictured a place like the elephant burial ground from the Tarzan shows where my pets bravely wandered off to to meet their end. I was a pretty old person before it dawned on me that this was probably an unlikely scenario and Mom and Dad were just holding back on the actual facts surrounding their demise. When it came to the rabbits that my grandmother raised next door or the pigs and chickens my dad brought home, we knew how the story went. We didn't always like it my sister brenda always refused any meat that might possibly have come from one of grandma's furry bunnies, but it was a normal part of our childhood. Dad made butchering day a family affair, which helped mom fixed a big dinner. Depending on the year, we had six or seven or eight or nine children in our household. When Grandma was alive, she was there. Sometimes one or more of the Doney brothers would stop in. If Topper was around, his boy Brad was there and in on the action. Eventually, Brad, like family, was there no matter what. Dad's brothers and sisters would come with their families. Uncle Henry and Aunt Betty with Paul and Mary Beth, Uncle Al and Aunt Mary Lou with their boys, Craig, Gary, Keith, and Dale, and Aunt Katie, who was always up for an adventure. Once Aunt Margaret moved back to Michigan from Marion, Indiana, she would be there, too, with her brood, Barry, Kim, Bobby, Shirley, Gail, Mary, Jean, and Joni. So the day we killed the chickens seemed like a festive family fun day with cousins and friends and lots of storytelling and laughter. To add to the excitement, there was a cash incentive for the kids that were willing to participate. In the middle of the backyard, a respectable distance from the chicken yard where the hens continued their clucking and pecking, Dad set up a chopping block and a hatchet. He had tubs to toss the bodies in after the roosters were beheaded to await plucking and final arrangements. When a chicken has its head chopped off, the nerves keep working, sometimes for several minutes. The beak will continue to open and close. Wings can still flap. Legs, if the chicken holder loses his grip, can take that headless chicken running. That's where the money came in. Dad's proposal was this. Stand by. Be ready. If whichever adult is holding onto to the chicken accidentally lets go, it will run. If it runs and happens to run under the chicken house, which was exactly one cement block up from the bare ground, The kid that is brave enough and skinny enough to shimmy under the chicken house and retrieve the dead, headless, and bloody chicken will be paid one shiny dime. That coin became the focus of our day. We stood in line for the chance to be the chaser. Once my cousin Craig, looking disdainfully down at a smaller child, said, You don't have the stomach for it. That became our taunt as we pushed and shoved our way to the front where we watched and waited whispers ran up and down the line of children he doesn't have a good grip this one's gonna run I can just feel it here it comes get ready get out of line you don't have the stomach for it now and then a complaint was shouted out that someone was standing too close to the chicken house and might prevent the wayward rooster from finding its way there every now and then a chicken did take off running I don't remember if any ever made their way under the chicken house to die. I don't remember if that coveted dime was ever paid out. I do know that my memories of rooster butchering butchering day are filled with anticipation and excitement, and I have my dad to thank for that. That's today's Island Reflection. I'm Cindy Rickskers.